Good morning and welcome to the morning podcast on Saturday morning for morning prayer in this season of Lent for today, the 2nd of April. We have a normal Saturday in Lent. We're getting ready for the worship tomorrow at 8 and 10. I think tomorrow is quite remarkably straightforward. Uh, I think Martin is presiding and preaching. Um, I don't know much else on in the afternoon on Sunday. There's no even song. There's no Funker Church. Um, there's a baptism service afterwards. But we're just working our way through in our Lent season in preparation for Easter. And tomorrow is uh, Passion Sunday. So the beginning of the Passion, uh, the stories, the Gospel tomorrow finds us in Bethany, near Jerusalem, with Lazarus and Martha and Mary. Um, and starting a week, they're a week um, away from the great Passover festival in Jerusalem itself. So uh, we start Passion Tide tomorrow. So it's not in real time then? Well, not our time. So I've always been a bit confused by this, but it just struck me last year, really, that so we have the week between Palm Sunday and Easter. That's our week. But for Jesus, his week in terms of time begins um, at Bethany with uh, his friends. And then geographically, he enters the city next week, within that week, uh, to go and celebrate the Passover. Is that the right word? What word would you use? Yeah. All right. B, I guess. B, maybe. All right. So that's tomorrow. Uh, today, Saturday, uh, morning prayer. O oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Hear our voice, O oh Lord, according to your faithful love. According to your judgments, give us life. Blessed are you, God of compassion and mercy. To you be praise and glory forever. In the darkness of our sin, your light breaks forth like the dawn, and your healing springs up for deliverance. As we rejoice in the gift of your saving help, Sustain us with your bountiful spirit and open our lips to sing your praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Have mercy on me, O God, in your great goodness. According to the abundance of your compassion, blot out my offences. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So that you are justified in your sentence and righteous in your judgment. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me again the joy of your salvation and sustain me with your gracious spirit. Then shall I teach your ways to the wicked. And sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from my guilt, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So it's Psalm 32. Happy the one whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. Happy the one to whom the Lord imputes no guilt 
and in whose spirit there is no guile. I held my tongue. My bones wasted away through my groaning all the day long. Your hand was heavy upon me day and night. My moisture was dried up like the drought in summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore let all the faithful make their prayers to you in time of trouble, in the great water flood. It shall not reach them. You are a place for me to hide in. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will be, I will guide you with my eye. Be not like horse and mule, which have no understanding, whose mouths must be held with bit and bridle, or else they will not stay near you. Great tribulations remain for the wicked, but mercy embraces those who trust in the Lord. Be glad, you righteous. Rejoice in the Lord. Shout for joy, all who are true of heart. Give us honest hearts, O God, and send your kindly spirit to help us confess our sins and bring us the peace of your forgiveness in Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Exodus 7, 8 to the end. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Perform a wonder, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Then Pharaoh summoned the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and they became snakes. But Aaron's staff swallowed up theirs. Still Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning, as he is going out to the water. Stand by at the river bank to meet him, and take in your hand the staff that was turned into a snake. Say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you to say, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But until now you have not listened. Thus says the Lord, by this you shall know that I am the Lord. Be with the Lord that is in my hand, I will strike the water that is in the Nile, and it shall be turned to blood. The fish in the river shall die, the river itself shall stink, and the Egyptians shall be unable to drink water from the Nile. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt over its rivers, its canals, and its ponds, and all its pools of water, so that they may become blood. 
and there should be blood throughout the whole land of Egypt, even in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded. In the sight of Pharaoh and of his officials, he lifted up the staff and struck the water in the river. And all the water in the river was turned into blood, and the fish in the river died. The river stank so that the Egyptian shoe could not drink its water, and there was blood throughout the whole land of Egypt. But the Egyptians of Egypt, or the magicians of Egypt, did the same by their art. So Pharaoh's heart remained hardened, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not take even this to his heart. And all the Egyptians had to drink along the Nile for the water to drink, for they could not drink the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Well. Full of compassion and mercy and love is God the Most High, the Almighty. Lord Almighty and God of our ancestors, you who made heaven and earth in all their glory. All things tremble with awe at your presence before your great and mighty power. Immeasurable and unsearchable is your promised mercy. For you are God most high. You are full of compassion, long-suffering and very merciful, and you relent at human suffering. O God, According to your great goodness, you have promised forgiveness for repentance to those who have sinned against you. The sins I have committed against you are more in number than the sands of the sea. I am not worthy to look up to the height of heaven because of the multitude of my iniquities. And now I bend the knee of my heart before you, imploring your kindness upon me. I have sinned, O oh God, I have sinned, and acknowledge my transgressions. Unworthy as I am, you will save me, according to your great mercy. For all the host of heaven sings your praise, and your glory is for ever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Full of compassion, compassion and mercy and love. It's God the Most High, the Almighty. Yeah, from Edinburgh. Our reading is from Hebrews chapter 11. Now, we talk about faith. What is faith? It is the assurance of things hoped for. The mm -hmm. conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. What else? By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain's. Through this, he received approval as righteous, God himself giving approval to his gifts. He died, but through his faith, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken so that he did not experience death. And he was not found because God had taken him. 
for it was attested before he was taken away that he had pleased God. And without faith it is impossible to please God, for whoever would approach him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, warned by God, excuse me, by faith, Noah, warned by God about events as yet unseen, respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness that is in accordance with faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he stayed for a land for a time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself was barren because he considered him faithful who had promised therefore from one person and this one person as good as dead descendants were born as many as the stars of heaven and as in the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore all of these died in faith without having received the promises but from a distance they saw and greeted them they confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. You are the God of my salvation. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I hope all the day long. O my God, in you I trust. Remember, Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and shall be forever. Amen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied. So, having been interrupted by the telephone and the dog making himself super comfy, and the telephone again, and the telephone again, let's pray. We give thanks for today, for the gift of life, for the gift of your love for us. We give thanks that we have woken up this morning with the possibility of new hopes and dreams ahead. And we give thanks for your love for each of us. We pray for all the things we see on the news, for the things abroad, the things at home, for the things which are on our hearts which worry us, the things which eat away at us. We pray especially for our world. We think of the war in Ukraine, for those who are seeking refuge, for those who are staying put, for those who are being, who are fighting, whether in Ukraine or as Russians. Pray for them, for their families and for their friends. Pray for the peacemakers, those caught in the middle, those trying to find a way forward, those trying to minimise deaths and illness and injuries. Pray for the leaders of the nations, for integrity, peace and justice. We pray for those who are preparing to receive refugees at home in the countries close to Ukraine and then closer to home here. Pray for a smooth passage, for a quick way forward. We pray for our own country. We pray for the new way with our COVID regulations. Pray for those who are anxious at this time those who are nervous, those who feel a sense of freedom too. We continue to pray for our NHS as the rates continue to rise. While we give thanks for the vaccines, for the vaccines and the boosters, knowing that we are in a very different place from where we were a while ago. Pray for the care homes, for those who work in our doctor's surgeries. We give thanks for them. Remember our funeral directors. Remember those who work in any form in the health service. And remember our schools and colleges and universities as they approach the Easter holidays. Give them strength to keep going towards the end. Give them courage and resilience. Pray for our shops and our businesses in our towns. Pray for the markets. Pray for the lorry drivers, those who grow the foods and crops. Pray for our churches too. We pray for our services, which will take place over the weekend. Praying as we look forward to Holy Week, for a good Holy Week. For a week where we draw closer to you, to the cross and the resurrection. Pray for all the services, those who are leading, taking part, we pray that you will be with us. 
Pray for those who are poorly this night in body or this day in body, mind or spirit. Those known to us, those who ask for our prayer, those who are lonely, those who have no one to pray for them, we pray for them too. And we pray for those who mourn at this time. Those who mourn loved ones who have died recently or in the past. We pray for the day ahead, for the tasks we know we have to do, the tasks which we don't yet know we have to do, which, which we'll come across. As for your blessing, your care, your compassion. We pray for a sense of peace and love and grace. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah, our prayers. Merciful Lord, absolve your people from their offences, that through your bountiful goodness we may all be delivered from the chains of those sins which by our frailty we have committed. Grant this, Heavenly Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our blessed Lord and Saviour, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Trusting in the compassion of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.